Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash talkdirection. They have over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast, where we talk about everything One Direction, from news to album updates to the weird thing Harry did on stage the other night. Talk Direction, by the fans, for the fans. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast. I'm Kara. And I'm Caitlin. And this is our 53rd episode of Talk Direction. Oh my god, I got the number right. Woo! I like as I was saying it, I was getting like more I know, and more I heard, nervous. Like, so, like, I heard a, like a pause or yeah, something. I had to like really think about each number and like the the what's it called? I was gonna say crucifix. What's like the thing after <laughs> um, a number? A suffix, sort suffix? of? Like the R D after. Yeah. <laughs> um anyway. I feel like we haven't recorded in a while, but I think it's just because last week we were so, like, Dead? like drained of energy <laughs> that, like, it didn't really count. Yeah. Um, so how are you, Caitlin? How are your feelings? I'm okay. Work is a lot this summer. Um, it's, like, good. I'm, I think I've said it. Like, I'm working with, like, this, um, what is it called? Like, psychology therapeutic uh, camp thing for kids with ADHD. Um, and the kids haven't arrived. I've just been training for four weeks. Um, but recently there's been a lot of time wasting, which is really frustrating to me. Um, so like, that's really stressful. And like the commuting is literally ridiculous. Like I've been commuting this week, two hours there and back, except today I hit major traffic and was literally at a standstill for 45 minutes. So Uh. that was added on to my commute. So you can imagine how like sucky that is. Um, but actually what happened today, there was some accident, well, I assumed it was at the time, um, because literally we're at a standstill, and eventually, like, there was a fire truck that went by us on the highway, and it was, like, three lanes, but completely, like, stopped, so it took a long time for the fire truck to actually get through, and we heard sirens up, like, farther in the distance, um, and eventually we got to it and some like huge truck had caught on fire oh or something. Oh my God. There was like 20 firemen standing outside. Um, the person like in, in the truck, I think was totally fine. It was like a big truck and it looked like the back compartment had gotten Jesus. like caught on fire. Um, and like there was like wooden boxes all in it that like had been destroyed and they were like the firemen people were like chucking them out and making sure they were like all like it was all gone or whatever. I don't really know. Um, But I also find traffic so odd because, like, before that, literally, you were stopped or moving, like, three inches. And then once you get past it, and, like, they had blocked off a couple lanes, which meant everyone had to, like, merge into one lane, which slows things down. But, like, then you get out, and it's completely, there's no traffic, and you're near nobody. And I, like, just, I don't understand traffic at all. It's so weird. Um, The other week, I was going to Boston with my friend, and we were driving up there, and we were, like, stuck in pretty bad traffic. Um, and we passed by what the accident was and it was this car that was barely, you couldn't even tell it was a car. It was completely serious? crushed. It was horrible. There was like three fire trucks, a bunch of people. I, I don't know if the person made it. I don't think so because it was so terrible that I just like think every time I'm stuck in traffic and that kind of thing happens, I'm just like, you know what? Like the yeah. fact that like the worst thing happening to me is like that I'm stuck in traffic and that someone died. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's just, what like, I was you have, Yeah, too. you have to Thank compare. God I don't think anyone got hurt in this Yeah, one. that's good. It was just like seeing that was just horrifying and just like, mm-hmm. yeah. But what was I going to say? Oh yeah, Caitlin, you were in my dream the other night. <gasps> 
and it was really weird and I'm okay. gonna tell like Go I, I don't really it. remember all of it and it was like one of those like really vivid ones that you like you know like when you're dreaming and you just like it just like makes everything makes so much sense mm-hmm. but like you wake up and you're just like what, what? the yeah. heck okay so um also I woke up and I thought this was real so like um we were in I think it was like it sort of looked like a mixture of our high school and our elementary school like I couldn't really mm-hmm. tell what it was and I think like some sort of end of days apocalypse was happening and As I remember yeah and I remember that um while like there was like chaos going around and just like people running everywhere fires were breaking out I don't know like people were getting attacked you were like really um torn up because you had lost your favorite bracelet and this bracelet was a um a silver like thing that you're like one of your family members had given to you and it was really special because they had molded it after like a chocolate chip cookie and like they had literally like, made a mold of it oh, that's my and, like, favorite bracelet Kara. <laughs> and it was like and it was like this like distinct like chocolate chip cookie and it like went around and you see the little chips i don't know it was silver it was like really high class and i was like caitlin like i've never seen you wear it. like when did you lose it you're like it's like uh you told me that you lost it when i forced you apparently to go to church with me you um, <laughs> and i was like i don't remember that she's like don't you remember, like, when the priest, like, grabbed my hands and I had to run away and for some reason you didn't go back and get it or whatever? I don't know. I don't know what the priest was doing. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. And then, like, I went back and, like, I had a flashback in my dream, which was weird. And I remembered all of our friends, like, being in the pew, like, front row at church with you in this bracelet. And I was like, right, I do remember that. Thank you. And then um, flash forward to, I guess, the chaos coming to a head. Um what like was creating all this chaos was Jabba the Hutt from Star Wars you know the big like blobby guy yeah um but the weird thing was that um someone cut him in half but not all the way and then he opened up and inside was Winston Churchill (laughs) (laughs) and wow Christ's all over the place I just was so confused and I don't know if it was like actually Winston Churchill or just like something that looked like him like an alien that like morphed into him and was just like really into Winston Churchill um and just like wanted to look like him and then like was also a fan of like Star Wars so they wanted to have both at once um and also we weren't involved in this fight we were just kind of looking like seeing it happen and you were like still caught up on your chocolate chip cookie bracelet and this church scenario and just I don't really remember what happened, but I don't think you ever got your bracelet back. Um, but we didn't wow. die. Wow! Way to lose my favorite bracelet. I know it was it was pretty traumatic for you. <laughs> you were really <laughs> upset. I was like, Caitlin, there are more important things. There's Job Without slash Winston Churchill trying to attack our elementary school slash high school right now. That is a really weird compilation of things to happen in a dream, like church, I, Job of the Hut. I like, that's just like bracelet. one snippet too, and just like I've had um such vivid dreams over the past year that like I don't even know how my brain comes up with it isn't dreaming so cool like it is it really is your brain doesn't need you to do to make up stories and like make it seem so vivid and like you can believe it so much when you're in it like so crazy where do you even get them I I love thinking about dreams is that Uh, what the random firing theory of why we have dreams well what is that it's where like uh in psychology or neuroscience mm-hmm. um like one theory of what dreaming is because no one really has like a definite answer which is so weird i know um is that your brain has like random firings of neurons and so like they're not 
and, and then it, like, sort of pieces a story together behind, like, oh, it fires, and, like, in this area of the brain, and it sort of comes up with this thing, and then it has to, like, connect the different random mm. things so that it, like, comes up with a plausible story to make it make sense, but really it's just, like, random firings that don't make sense. Cool. Yeah. I love dreams. Um, and what else did I want to talk about? Yeah, we actually went out and did something this weekend. We were talking about how we've been wanting to actually, like, go on, like, little adventures this summer, and we actually did something this weekend, so I'm really proud of us. We went to this, like, little state park in our, um, country? Nope. Well, it was in our country, but also (laughs) in our state, and, yeah, and we went to see a castle and just, like, hiked around, and, like, it was really fun. It was really fun. It was, like, really naturey and, like, getting out from where we live. Yeah. And, like, we live in Connecticut, and sometimes you feel like there's just nothing here, but then you didn't realize that you didn't explore all the bits of it. Yeah. And there's a lot of cool places. Yeah. Um, except not really, not too many, and I'm kind of sad because a lot of the places that I want to go to are either um, abandoned, so you can't go, <laughs> broken down, um, very haunted or just non-accessible, but I mean, we'll find places and I'm always down to just go into the like forest and just like look at trees. So yeah, we need a picnic. Yeah, for sure. That would be fun. Yeah. Um, but I just wanted to like add this quickly in last week we talked about, um, the tragedy in Orlando and, um, I just wanted to like keep up with that, I guess, and about the U.S. gun laws and gun reform. Uh, so yesterday, the Senate voted down all four gun reform bills, and um, definitely check to see how your senators voted if you're in the U.S., and see if they're up for re-election this November, and if they voted no, vote them the heck out of the Senate, and um, yeah, definitely just keep up with that. Uh, there's definitely going to be some more things happening. I know that in the House, the representatives are staging a sit-in right now, which is awesome. And I just hope that things change because I, I'm just, I was so furious when the Senate voted down all four of the gun reform bills. Like, they're, like, based, the, like, literal minimal, minimal, like, that you can do to change, um, like, gun laws. And they still voted that down. And it's just so frustrating at this point. It just makes no sense to me. And it's because... A lot of the um, senators are basically owned by the NRA um, because of the amount of money they give to them. So, which is and at that point, it's like, are we a democracy or are we ruled by capitalism? We are ruled by capitalism. So true. And I know um, another vote's coming up where it's it's like strictly voting that people who are on the terrorist watch list cannot. Um, need background checks for guns or whatever, or can't buy guns. I'm not sure if it's background checks or not. Um, but like, hopefully that'll at least pass because I think even is that not the one that was. It up wasn't yesterday? just that; it was like a little bit more. Okay. Um, but this one that's coming up is like strictly, I think, just the terrorist thing, and even the NRA, I think, are supporting it. Um, you think because so... they're all about like anti-terrorism. Exactly. So I'm so confused. <laughs> it doesn't really make sense to me. I I really don't understand. Like they're just like no, like don't touch our guns in any way, yeah. shape, or form. But they think that they can like infiltrate every other aspect of a person's life. Yep. So I'm just frustrated at this country and I'm, but also I'm, I'm really excited and proud of, um, the politicians who do get out there and do fight for, um, gun reform because Mm -hmm. it's just like, wow, okay, this is like why we have those kind of people. Also, we wanted to remind everyone that 
our first episode of um, our book club is next week. We're going to be starting with One Direction, Who We Are, our official autobiography. And you can get it for free by using audibletrial.com slash talkdirection. Um, and we're going to talk all about it. It's about um, one hour and 45 minutes, and it's the boys narrating their own life. So why wouldn't you want to listen to it? Um, definitely go check it out and then come back next week where we talk all about it. There wasn't actually that much news this week, um, unless I'm just an idiot and didn't see anything, but no, I feel I didn't like... didn't see anything either. Okay, good. If you guys, like, see stuff, because I feel like we're kind of in a lull, although maybe, like, something... Although, like, last week, no, two weeks ago, we had a lot of news. Yeah, because, like, if Zayn does something, there's a lot Harry, to talk about. Like, or does, Harry with his Dunkirk. Yeah, Nia with his whatever he does. <laughs> Golf. <laughs> yeah, slash music? We Liam's don't know. Liam's not really been up to anything. Yeah, there's just, like, been rumors and just stupid things, so that's not really, like, newsworthy. Okay, so the first news story, and the only news story, really, we have today, is that One Direction and Zayn are up for Teen Choice, Choice Awards. Choice Awards. <laughs> um, Wendy is up for Choice Love Song with Perfect, which is- Why? I know! Why? I know. Why is that one I don't know. I don't think that any of their other singles could have been. Um, like, History wouldn't have worked. What other songs were singles? Hmm. Nothing else, what, right? Because they didn't have Infinity? Infinity. It wasn't a single. Did they only have two singles? I think so. They they messed up. Drive Me Down. Drive Me Down also wasn't a love song, so I think that they had to just shove them in somewhere. And, like, they couldn't do anything, like, Song of the Summer because, like, they're not really... They didn't put out a single recently, so they just kind of, like... I feel like they had to, like, shove them in somewhere. Um, I don't know if they'll win or not, though, because I feel like since they're on hiatus, they're not, like, you know, ramping up enough, like fan mm-hmm. energy but we'll see um and then zane's up for three awards he's up for choice summer song with like i would which is interesting it's not pillow talk but i guess like i would is his new single so they're yeah. trying to like sort of like spike the interest um also he's up for summer male music star and breakout artist and so is tracy vaughn he's up against tracy vaughn with um breakout artist so you know that's some tough competition um, and I'm intrigued to see if Zayn actually goes to this. I know 1D probably won't, but I wonder if Zayn will, because he's up for, like, some pretty big awards. I know Teen Choice Awards isn't, like, the biggest deal, but I think that, I don't know, I could, I feel like that might be a good thing for him to do, is Yeah, to go there. I want to see him there. Yeah. Do they have, um, singing performances there as well? I think so. And it's always, like, awkward, and, like, the hosting's always really weird and awkward, but mm-hmm. it's just one of those things that you end up watching. Yeah, I, I, like, usually with those types of things, I'll, like, mute, like, hosting oh or speeches or anything <laughs> like that and just watch the songs. Um, I have another news story, unless okay. you want to finish that one. Nope, it's all done. Oh, wait, also, you can go vote by just, like, just Google Teen Choice Award 2016, and you can do it on the website, or you can um, vote on Twitter by, like, using hashtags. It's on the One Direction Twitter if you want to go check it out. Um, so the other new story that I remembered is that um, Zayn is going to have a song, apparently, in the new Ghostbusters movie. Oh, yeah, you did tell me that. So the new Ghostbusters movie is with four women, which is incredible. Um, and, yeah, it's supposed to be a song called Who, lowercase w, capital H, lowercase <laughs> o. Um, and that's cool. I feel like his music could definitely fit that type of style movie that is cool which is exciting yeah. and i feel like he's um 
at least worn like Ghostbuster apparel in the past. So maybe he's mm-hmm. a fan of the first original movie. So mm-hmm. that'd be cool if that was like his childhood, like one of his favorite movies, and then he got to be on the soundtrack for it. Yeah. Um. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very exciting. Yeah. That was it. Okay. Well, that's that's cool. I wonder like why they haven't shared um shared that before, but. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for that. I wonder when that's coming out. The movie's coming out pretty soon, so I'm sure it's yeah. going to come out kind of soon. Yeah. Interesting. New Zane content. Ooh-ooh. Who would have thought? Um, so, since we had no news, um, I thought it would be fun to go back in time in 1D history and look at stuff um, that 1D has done in the past. And this is courtesy of thisdayin1dhistory.tumblr.com. And they have a blog, or no, they have a Twitter also, which is at Today's 1D History. They're awesome. They, every single day, and um, we've talked about them before, but every single day they put together a list of um, what One Direction has done on that day in, like, all the years they've been together, um, starting from, like, 2000, or 2010. It's just, like, a really awesome, just, like, really nostalgic mm-hmm. place to go. Um, so definitely follow them if you want, like, a daily 1D dose. Yeah, super nostalgic and great. Yeah. Um, so I kind of did this the wrong way. Actually, wait, we can just go this way. Um, uh, no, actually I'm going to go, yeah, I'm going to go the wrong way. So it's going to go from June 22nd, uh, like back in time. Um, so on June 22nd, 2010, Liam tweets for the first time and Ooh. he tweeted, I am the real Liam Payne. <laughs> and that is actually his Twitter name with underscores. So I like that. That's how it's his, I like that that's his username still today that's true yeah he could have just had like liam payne yeah but he's staying true to his brand and i appreciate that and like his instagram's like the fake liam payne yeah. or whatever <laughs> clever i'm sure he thought he was like really clever when he came up with <laughs> yep. that um so i thought that was cute that's crazy that's six years ago oh my wow. god oh my god we're so old oh no, um, no not that time again the time what's it's it that time of the episode <laughs> yeah uh but i have to just look into the void for a little bit um so then um on J- june 22nd 2015 last year one direction's instagram posted a picture of um liam in a hat and glasses with a caption making plans for the new album and that new album was made in the am which is just crazy because i think that th- this is before we knew we knew anything about it really wow so like I don't know. I just love thinking about how we knew nothing and now we have it all in our hands and in our earbuds. It's just Uh, like I wonder what that paper he's holding is. I know. I want to like zoom in. We need to like enhance it with like CSI technology. Um, And then on June 21st, 2013, the first This Is Us trailer is released. That's three years ago. Wow. Oh my God. This is going to be. I'm trying to think of what did I do when I saw the trailer? I don't remember. I don't remember my first time seeing the trailer. I don't remember either because I think I was like too. Was this before or after Best Song Ever, the music video came out? This was before. Was it? I thought it came out August. Yeah, it might have. Yeah, you're right. I think so. Because I remember when I was at my vacation and making all yeah, my friends. <laughs> I was on vacation. Oh my God. I was like, family, watch yeah, this. This literally. is amazing. We had like 10 people sit around a table. <laughs> it could have been more. And just like watching a tiny little screen. Yeah. Um, and watching like 10 minutes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I remember seeing This Is Us and, um, I remember, um, it was kind of sad because it came out like the day or two after both me and Caitlin left for our freshman year of college. So we didn't get to see it together. Wait, so I think that like the time that we watched it and did our commentary on it was like the first time time watching it together. 
When did Whoa. I? When did I see it? Did I go to the theater? I went to the theater with two oh, of I my think, friends. Yeah, I think I went with non one D fans. Did you really? I think. Who? I think I went with my roommate and her friend. Oh my we gosh! Went to the movies. How did you convince them happened. to do that? Oh no no no! I went with some of my freshman, like, uh, like freshman group people who were like. Oh on my, floor. my god! And like one of them was a big fan, and actually went to the same concert. The Ed Sheeran concert that I went to. I oh, think. yeah, I remember that. And then this other guy that wasn't really a fan, but he was just wanting to come. And then some <laughs> other person. I don't know. Oh, my God. TVD to, like, freshman year when everyone just, like, tagged along to everything. I know. <laughs> and, like, people that you did stuff with in the beginning of the year, like, you never talked to them again, basically. <laughs> I.e. the second day of college. Oh, my God. Okay, true. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that was a good time. And I remember, like, seeing that. And, like, I think that's, like... Pfft, one of the only movies I've seen in college just because Boston is so expensive. Um, but I was willing to waste my money for One Direction. Nice. Oh, man. What a great day. I wish I had seen it in 3D, though, because they had, like, so many cool effects, um, especially in the concert. And yeah. I, like, I don't like 3D. I, like, didn't like 3D. I think it's gotten better now that it's not as annoying. But I don't know. I'm kind of regretting. Yeah. Maybe it will come out in, like, 50 years and, like, I can bring my, like, children oh or grandchildren. God, that would be so cool. That would be really fun. I wish we saw it together the first time. I we know, right? We died together. Yeah, and there was, like, no one in the theater, so we could have been, like, chatting. Ugh, God dang it. I know. Thanks, college. <laughs> Way to be. You put me in debt and also you <laughs> ruined my life. Um, and then on June 18th, 2013, um, Zane eats a candy thong off... Harry on stage at the Take Me Home concert in Columbus, Ohio. Um, and I can just... I'm, like, looking at a gift right now, and truly one of God's greatest gifts, I think, is this just one whole interaction. One of God's greatest gifts? Yeah. Gifts? Oh, my God! <laughs> I swear to God, I think I just have, like, this, like, a curse and a talent of just, like, accidentally making puns, but I'm really glad you caught that one. That was the best one. Although, I know we've gotten, like, some complaints that say, like, I'm sorry to break it to you, but it's pronounced GIF. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like th that's a technical way, but I just, like, I've been pronouncing it GIF my entire... And it's one of those things you can say either way. Yeah, and also, you usually just read it, so... Yeah. God's greatest GIF. <laughs> um, but especially if you're new to the One Direction fandom and, like, weren't there when this happened. I mean, like, weren't there when the fandom, like, saw this happening. I wasn't there in person. Also, I wanted to ask. This is... I need to finish my one train of thought. First of all, um, definitely go look up this video. It's incredible. It's great. The fact that this actually happened is wild. And the fact that it happened at a Take Me Home tour is mm -hmm. even wilder to me because I'm just, like, I feel like their first, um, this is their second, th that was their second tour, mm -hmm. and their first tour, Up All Night tour, was so mild, and yeah. I feel like it was just, like, they were just, like, in their little blazers, and then they, like, went all out wild <laughs> and just, like, crazy for their second tour. Like, this kind of crap was happening. Yeah, so someone, like, threw a candy, like, thong thing on the yeah. thing. Like, made out of those candy necklaces Yeah, things, yeah, yeah. But it's, like, in the shape of a thong, and Harry literally put it on, and Zayn ate it off of him. So... You can just imagine how brilliant that was. Like, that was. sounds unreal. Like, if someone told me that, I'd be like, that <laughs> seems fake. But no, folks, it's real. Yep. So definitely go look up that. Um, and I want to know, because I feel like we have a pretty wide audience, and I feel like one of our listeners could possibly be there. Probably. So if you were there and you witnessed this in real life, please let us know 
how that experience was. What is it spiritual? Was it emotional? Did you cry? Did you scream? Did you laugh? Did you hug your neighbor that you've never met before? Did you have like a soul opening experience? Do you talk about your life as in the before and after the oh candy thong experience? Oh my god, that's like how we should like, <laughs> like forget like before and after Zane leaving the band, before and after like candy thong. You know what I mean? Like, I do know what you mean. This gif is just truly bringing me And like me back Zane to like life. looks up at yeah, him. Yeah, like- he's like, is this okay? I'm like, oh my god, just please. Whew, okay. Honestly, what a day. What a day. And that concludes our segment of um, this day in 1D history, or this week in 1D history, rather. Um, So definitely go check out their blog and their Twitter. They're awesome. Um, Shout out to them for putting that much effort every day. Like, I am just in awe. I know the person, like, compiled them all way beforehand. I think they have them, like, all, like, backlogged. Yeah. Like, put so much work into it, so... It's awesome. Brilliant. And also, Louie follows them on Twitter, so oh, you yeah. know it's, it's 1D approved, basically. Pretty much. So now we're going to get into our main discussion, and I feel like we haven't been recording for that long. Um, kind of, but I feel like we're doing a great job of, like, staying on task. Oh, yeah. Um, our main discussion is a lyrical analysis of Story of My Life, and I don't know how we haven't done this before. I think... We have been, like, saving up all our, like, favorite songs and yeah. just, like, for some reason, like, saving it for, like, the, like, a special moment or something. But, like, we have to, like, start doing that. Like, there's so many, especially off Made in the AM, yeah. that we we're just been, do, like, like, saving. The best songs. I know. What is wrong with us? We've just been, like, picking and choosing, <laughs> that, like, around. I do that with everything in my life. Yeah, I'm, exactly. Like, I have to save this candy bar and then, like, I never eat it. Right? I bought a bath bomb from Lush for five bucks <laughs> on my birthday. I was like, I'm going to save this for a special time. And now I can never use it because my well is always dry. <laughs> And it went rotten. Aww. And I didn't even know that they could do that, but I've just waited so long yeah, to get, like, literally crumbled. It crumbled. It, like, turned, um, it was green, and it uh, shrunk up, turned brown, and started crumbling. <laughs> so. That's disgusting. That, I would yeah. still use it, to be honest. I mean, honestly, I paid, like, four something for that. I should have just used it. But I like to just, like, smell it, but not anymore, because it's gone. R.I.P. to my bath bomb. Um, anyway, story of my life, friends. I'm excited. This is, I think, like, a fan favorite. Mm -hmm. And one of the best lyrics, I feel like, off of any One Direction track. One Um, of the most confusing songs. Yeah, definitely. I think, um, on our Tumblr, one of our, like, about pages says, I remember, like, writing this. I don't remember the exact words, but I remember saying that, like, um, Talk Direction, we made it because we wanted to, like, have a place to interact with other 1D fans. And... Um, we want to figure out what the heck story of my life is about. And that still holds true. And we so true. might get to the bottom of this today. We might not. We probably won't. But Probably not. Honestly, Based on my, my analysis, we're not getting to the bottom of anything. Guys. I was actually like kind of, I had a storyline. Really? Yeah, I did. interested. This, I had about 12 storylines. Oh, that's so much more interesting. Because I had, had one and like gripped my little claws into it and like uh-huh. didn't let it go. So like, I feel like I should have like been more open to like the alternate realities. But well, I wasn't. I had one, and then I kind of went back and, like, tried to okay. come up with others. We'll see how it yeah, goes. Yeah, we'll see. Because then you throw the music video, and then you're like... I know. Excuse me? Like, who is like, this? how does this relate at all? I just... <laughs> Except for the title. Like, literally the title. That's it. Um, but, yeah, just to give you a little um, background info on Story of My Life, this is the second track. I'm, gi- I'm giving some, like, finger guns right now. It just felt right. The second track... Track... <laughs> The 
second track on Midnight Memories, Wendy's third album, which was released November 25th, 2013, which is my birthday. I remember that being such a great day, and although it had already leaked, and um, I had already listened to it, lol. um, I had (laughs) I know, because Caitlin has great morals, and I'm just a heathen who just runs around just breaking laws everywhere. Um... But um, that's why it was such a big deal that I didn't listen to, like, the album Made in the AM when I know, it I was so proud of you. It was, it took some s- true restraint, but I'm really glad I didn't. And then it was, like, yeah. really fun to, like, savor it. I know. <laughs> yeah. So now I understand why you do it. Um, it's Thank hard, you. but I just feel like it's a good practice in, like, tem- resisting temptation. It's, like, Adam and Eve, you know? Like, we, you would have not, you would have resisted the fruit, maybe. Yep. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, this is already like all over the place, throwing in some biblical references. I have to make use of my like 12 years of um, being in like Catholic school once a week. Sunday school, that's what it's called. Um, Anyway, so this was released as a second single um, on November 6, 2013. That makes no sense. I don't know what happened there. But it was was a second single and it was written by Niall, Zane, Harry, Liam, Louie, and Julian Bonetta, Jamie Scott, and John Ryan. And I feel like they are, especially Julian, Jamie, and Scott, they're like, I feel like the tried and true songwriters. They've been Mm -hmm. with them for a long time. And the fact that all the boys wrote on that, I didn't know that that occurred so how many words do you think each of them came up with (laughs) story of my life and then one of them came up with the fact that that was the title I don't know um but I feel like I don't know this is just well received like by critics all over the place um some of the uh taglines were like they were showing that this was um more than just a boy band more mature more memorable than their previous works which I don't really like that they like said I don't know. I don't like that you... I know, obviously, um, comparisons are, like, bound to happen, but I feel like you could say that it's, like, a mature sound other than, like, rather than saying, like... Or, like, it's memorable other than saying, like, more memorable and, like, kind of, like, dissing their other works Mm -hmm. to, like, bring up their, uh, like, this song. You know, that's, like, sort of, like, saying how you can compliment someone else's, like, beauty and talent without, like, diminishing your own or, like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't have yeah, to diminish someone. It's kind of someone. like a backhanded compliment. Exactly. Like, that's like, okay, great, I'm good now, but, like, what about then? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can grow and stuff, but that doesn't mean that their previous works were, like, terrible mm-hmm. um, just because they fit more into, like, a rockier sound that, like, adults and, like, I don't know, men would like mm-hmm. um, more so. And, um... But I liked this quote. It's saying, show that One Direction not only have range, but also have matured through their music. I thought that was, like, a positive way yeah. to, like, say what happened. Um, and this uh, has become the band's second highest selling single in the U.S. after their um, debut single was What Makes You Beautiful. I was trying to finish that sentence. I got really <laughs> off track. Um, so that's pretty great. Wait, what was the first single of this album? Midnight Memories? Um, uh, best Song Ever. Oh, Best Song Ever. Yeah, which is yeah. a great tune. Yeah. And it was a great what, what summer a, tune. What a first two amazing songs right? to come rolling out with. Best Song Ever, which had the most amazing music video, and then Story of My Life, which just, like, took the album up, like, a huge other notch. I'm so sad that they didn't, like, stick on that, like, trajectory, because <laughs> I feel like they, like, these were their best, like, single choices, yeah. and then they, like, just flopped for the rest of... Not like, okay, I, I'm on a One Direction podcast, I'm not gonna, I'm not dissing them, but I just feel like we've said in the past that their single choices have mm-hmm. not been ideal at all. Yeah. Um, but I feel like these were great. And also, the fact that they matched perfectly with the seasons they were in, best song ever, great summer tune, um, story of my life, 
perfect autumn too. Literally, like, are you it kidding is me? Like fall. Yeah, I'm just like I'm. It just it just perfect in my in my mind that these like just matched so perfectly and it had that they always talk about trying to transition from albums yeah like going from take me home i mean uh yeah take me home yeah yeah um to uh midnight memories where you have like best song ever which is quite poppy and then like you bring it over into story of my life which then like introduces like strong and happily and like those sort of songs that had similar sounds on the album yeah um it was just like a good bridge to the new the new stuff did they put out a third album like what was their like i mean not their <laughs> their third <laughs> yes, um this is it oh midnight memories with the was their third yeah. single which i think did not do well and i feel like yeah. they that was like it was like better. they did pop sort of like uh folky and then rock but like the, was it was midnight like a memories. fake rock i feel like it was like people trying to pretend to be rock yeah. i feel like midnight memories wasn't the rock yeah. thing that they wanted it to be mm-hmm. um i don't know they could have done happily like i was dying I for them know. to do happily i think that would have been a great transition from story of my life it would have been perfect i think yeah. and like those type of songs like do story well. of my life did really well on radio yeah that for was one a of reason their best songs on radio i think they're best actually yeah. after what makes you beautiful like, it's, it's not really just like a song everyone can enjoy and like i feel like happily could have been like that too yeah and just like that was like the time i feel like when like mumford and sons was like doing Mm -hmm. well on radio so that kind of like genre and sound was doing well and even like pop radio and like you know top 40 so i feel like they made a big mistake going to midnight memories because that did not do well at all yeah (sighs) just justice for happily (laughs) um i will be saying that till i die um but do you remember like where you were when you first listened and like your first impression i really do me too (laughs) i like distinctly remember because it was just it's like one of those moments I loved so much. Um, I was in my dorm room, uh, and I know my roommate was there pretty soon after I heard it. Um, but just, like, hearing the first notes, I yes. remember hearing the first notes with, like, the guitar and stuff, and I was like, oh, my God, yeah. mind blown. Because I was pretty nervous, like, going into it, like, going into the album. And because I feel like this was the first album I was around for, um for everything for everything yeah like the i had gotten into one direction like in december the year before so it was about a month after the album had come out um but this one like i was there for everything and i was like nervous about what the what it would sound like would i like it and just like hearing this like it turned an era because like best song ever was still pop but then you hear this and it's like a whole new sort of like addition to their music and i was just like completely blown away and i loved it so so much and i played it in my room like a million times to my roommate and this was like when we were getting to know each other because this was freshman year Mm -hmm. so like and i know she heard she heard it and she was like oh it reminds me of one republic a song of one republics or something and so she liked it and we just like played it a million times in the room and it was really great also, um, it's so funny because you're, I think we've t- maybe talked about this before, but your roommate is, like, a really big fan of One Republic, right? Like, yeah. And then it's just so crazy that One Direction, especially, well, I know that Harry's, like, working with one of the people off One Republic now. So, like, the yeah. fact that, like, One Direction is connected to literally everything in life is just, like, crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Where were you when you first heard it? Um, so I was visiting, whoa, I was visiting my friend, um, at her college in New Hampshire and she had class that day and, um, it was like a kind of like a chill class. Like it was like a small class, a Spanish class. And, um, my friend Isabel came with me to visit my friend Aaron and my friend Isabel went into her Spanish class and like I was going to, but then I was like, I don't want to be in a class. Like what the heck? (laughs) So I was just like sitting on a bench, um, sort of like 
low-key napping, low-key doing some reading, but not really. And then I saw that the um, song had come out on Twitter, and I had really terrible reception. Um, So I was trying to load this song, like, on a Tumblr, like, the (laughs) audio player, which is already terrible to begin with, like, back in the day. It's gotten better now. Um, So I was trying to load it, and it would go in, like, second increments. So I was like, no, I can't listen to this in, like, two second increments. Like, I need the flow. Um, so I let it load, which was just, like, really, like, heart palpitations, just palm sweating. I was just, like, so anxious to, like, listen to it. And, um, I was just, like, in this hallway on this bench alone, just, like, beaming, like, when I was listening to it, because I loved it so much. And I was just, like, I can just, like, so clearly just, like, remember listening to it for the first time and just being so happy and just, like, the whole... I don't know, the whole autumn vibe that was just, yeah. I don't know, just all around and coming from that song. And I remember making my friends listening to it, yeah. listen to it, and they really liked it too. And they were just like, wow, is this One Direction? I'm like, yeah, it is. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Just has um, such a warm feeling. It does. It's so like orangey and yeah. just like brown and like woodsy. And I'm just like, yeah. perfect. Like best song ever is like very yellow to me. And then like story of my life is very like orangey and like like oh my god we should do yeah. that as an episode songs as colors and yeah see how, like match up we get that would be so fun I picture, I picture best song ever and i think also because the music video there's a lot of like blues and oh red. yeah i picture those like sort of bright blue and red and then best song ever is like very golden firelight type mm, color golden yeah i see that yeah Ugh, i love like i wish i um <clears throat> i don't know that's cool that like colors like it's so random to like link colors with yeah. sounds but <laughs> That's cool. It works. Yeah. Um, so we're going to get into these weird, weird lyrics. Um, and um, yeah, let's get into it. Okay. I'm going to read them, actually. Do you want to read them? Because I sure. apparently can't read these days. I can read them. Cool. Okay. So let's start with the title, which is Story of My Life, which is like where I like to start. Okay. Um, I said, no, don't look at my notes. <laughs> I, I get really, I like, saw, like, a highlight, and know, I was like, what's this? I get what's really this? fidgety about people reading my stuff okay. before, like, I read them. Okay, Because I'm also not great at reading out loud, so. You do great. What the heck are you well, talking like, about? Also, reading in, like, read, like, if, I know you know this, which is why, okay, so we went to the castle, like we said. We went to a castle this weekend, um, and I had to have Kara read, like, the signs out loud to me because I cannot read next to somebody while they're reading. I will get totally thrown off, even though really? we're both reading in our heads. Really? Yeah, because, like, I, I know I'm way slower than everyone. Oh. And, like, it really, like, I do not like reading next to people. If, like, we have to read it, I'll tell you to read it out loud because I don't mm, like okay. Um, That's interesting. And I make my family do it all the time, which they don't really care, but I don't like reading it. I thought it was interesting because, like, when I was reading out loud, people would come and go <laughs> to the room. And, like, if they didn't know that, like, you guys were with me, it was just, like, this weirdo just reading out loud. Just, like, is she, like, getting paid to do this? Is she just, like, is this the only way she can read? Like, we don't know. But I just, the like. The tour guide. Yeah. start asking you questions. <laughs> oh, my God. I can make up some stuff. That'd be fun. <laughs> that would be fun. If we could go, like, put on, like, look like we're in uniform and, like, go to, like, some historical site and start oh my like God. telling them ghost stories I love doing something. that to be honest like I remember going to the Cardiff Castle in Wales and just like we didn't um we didn't like get the tour or the audio tour which I kind of do like doing but mm-hmm. I also like just making up my own history when going to places <laughs> which I know is stupid but it's like so much it's it's a lot of fun um anyway so um, yeah this title yes story of my life I really like the title even though it's a phrase that's used in the song a lot obviously I still like it um and, and story of my life is a phrase that we all know and use, like, 
quite sarcastically a lot. Yeah. Like, oh, story of my life. Yeah. And so, like, we already have a connotation with it, so it, like, drags you into the song a bit. Um, or I also thought of it as sort of almost like a fairy tale opening, like, story of my life was almost like once Ooh. upon a time, and you're sort of being led into, like, this sort of tale that happened or whatever. So, yeah. What do you think about the title? Um, I really like it. It sort of <laughs> seems like it's a very broad, like, the story of my life, it's not just, like, um, it's not specific, obviously, um, but then, like, we get into the song, and, like, the way I interpret it was, like, very, a very specific moment in time, so I think it's, like, an interesting contrast where it's just, like, such a, like, I don't know, they're saying it's a story of their life, but then just, like, focusing, focusing on, like, one relationship and, like, one, like, night almost, Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, I'll have to, like, see if I can, like, reconcile that. Yeah. And I really want to hear your opinions on throwing, I'm going to throw in a couple other storylines that I can't really figure out, but like maybe together we can piece together Mm, something. Yeah, I love doing that. Because again, I was reading the Genius Lyrics website, which if you guys haven't been, like literally go look look up any song and go to the- I love doing that so much. The Genius Lyrics site like has people's interpretations of them. And like sometimes they're different than yours or they're not like right or wrong, but it's really interesting. And if you scroll down, you can see like other people's at the bottom summarizing the song and there was like a lot of cool ideas about what this song was about um but yeah so I want to try to see like what storylines we can find Mm. um but also before like the lyrics just hearing this music in the beginning um listening to it like not the first time but this time when I was analyzing it it just like so good like I just love the music at the beginning and we'll get into music later uh, as we do, but just, like, the opening is so nice and rich feeling, and then, um, then we get into this verse. Do you have anything else to say? Okay, so the first verse is, written in these walls are the stories that I can't explain. I leave my heart open, but it stays right here, empty for days. She told me in the morning she don't feel the same about us in her bones. Seems to me that when I die, these words will be written on my stone want to take it away sure i just wanted to um go maybe in like pairs of twos for now mm-hmm. um so the first is written in these walls and i leave my heart open um i think it's like so interesting like the whole like thinking of places that we inhabit like our homes and just like places that we spend a lot of time as like having their own um like stories to tell mm-hmm. and just like sort of like there's so many memories that you like won't even remember that like these walls have you know seen yeah um and like some that you can't put into words especially like childhood homes like there's something like so important about like where you the, grew up yeah exactly and it's just like it's so crazy because it's just like where you live and like it's like whatever is like over like whatever you live under but it's it's something so important my Um, sister said when i was having her do it she's like that wall saw it all so true (laughs) she really wanted me to say that in the show (laughs) so you're welcome rebecca (laughs) um it's like those actually i had no other thought there i don't know why i started that sentence but um yeah so i really i like that um as like thinking about the walls as like a like a being and yeah like, and i, I yeah, have like a character for the wall thing mm-hmm. oh yeah like a character sorry cut you off um like these are the same walls that like when we were three like seen us grow up and like seen us have friendships and like relationships and grow apart and come together and all this stuff and like they've sort of been like there through it all and it's just really interesting <clears throat> i have something to like pose on the podcast i like i feel like 
I don't know. I've never had this conversation or asked anyone because I don't know if this is like weird, but I feel like a lot of the times when people are like, is it just me? But, but it's never just them. So like, <laughs> hopefully I'm hoping that it's not just me. Um, but do you ever get like nostalgic for like childhood friends homes? Not like the, like, not even just like the people, like I don't really miss them. I mean, I sometimes do, but I feel like their homes, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I get like super nostalgic about their homes. It's really weird. I'm just like, I wish I could go in that house again. And, like, it's not, like, I know that, like, my time with them has passed and stuff, but it's, like, I just, like, can vividly imagine their home, and for some reason I, like, really, maybe it's because, like, I have such good memories there mm-hmm. or what, but, like, there's a couple, like, friends' homes in my childhood that I know I'm never going to go back to, and it's, like, really, it's weird because I also think that, like, maybe because I didn't know, like, the last time I was going there was going to be my last time. Yeah, that's which always is, so It's weird. always so weird, and you always, like, I don't know, I think that, like, um, a lot of times in life I, like, live it and like assume that there's gonna be a next time but like that's not a way to live life but then also if you live the other way then it's just kind of sad all the time because you're like this is never gonna happen again Mm -hmm. um which is I guess more realistic but also more sad yeah um so if you're ever nostalgic for your like Mm -hmm. people's homes or places I don't know just like hit me up I guess because I I feel like I don't know if that's like a thing other people feel but I don't know if I've thought it, like, just generally by myself. I do get nostalgic about pretty much everything. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know if I've thought of that one specifically. I know, like, I drive past some of my old friends' houses, and I'm like, oh, that was their house, good times. Um, I was going to say, I saw this thing on Tumblr. I don't know if I told you, or we may have even discussed it on the (laughs) podcast, (laughs) where it was, like, this Tumblr post that was, like, at one point, like, your parents picked you up and then put you down and never picked you back up again. Oh, my God, yeah, that messes me up so much. So weird. Although, like, I'm not gonna lie, like, I sometimes, like, crawl into my mom's lap still today. So, you know, it never really ends. Yeah. (laughs) But, like... I guess that's, uh, like, every day picking up and putting down and then one time they never, like, picked you up again. How weird. So strange. Like, and that just, like, you don't know things are necessarily ending and then they're over and you're kind of confused. If there's not, like, a big, like graduation or this or that like sometimes friendships fall apart and you didn't realize you weren't going to see each other again or like they like drift away and it's not like a big falling out just like you kind of are just in different parts of your life which is like Mm -hmm. always like kind of harder because it's like you don't really get to like mourn it because you're just like oh I guess like we're not friends anymore like when did that happen yeah which I think all of this really relates to the song yeah I think so too I was gonna say this isn't even a tangent because I feel like all these feelings like really go to this yeah um so what line were we on? Um, I leave my heart open, but it stays right here empty for days. Oh, yeah. I also had a thing about the the wall being either metaphorical or physical. So it could be, like, the wall of, like, their relationship if mm-hmm. it's, like, with another person, if we're taking it, like, as a relationship, or, like, the wall of the person's life and just, mm-hmm. like, w- like if, this, if their life is a wall, like, what gets painted onto it, what, like, happens to it or whatever, or, like, the wall of their heart or something like that. Um, or, like... A physical wall and my sister and I were discussing like it could even be that like this person is um bringing like someone into their house to show them like their past and their childhood and the other person like isn't as receptive as they wanted them to be and like they realize like oh shoot this person's being really like the main the main the narrator was being like really serious and wanted to have like a deep relationship and the other person was like oh shoot I didn't realize this like I'm not into it that much like and, like, they're not as open to, like, really, like, opening their heart yeah. as much as this person is. Because this person's saying, like, I'm leaving my heart open, but it's staying there empty. No one's really being receptive to it. Oh, yeah. I really like that. I imagine, like, the wall was, like, 
um, or the walls were like their shared home, like a shared apartment or something. Mm-hmm. I guess that's like pretty literal, but um, I just thought that like fit with my storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, but going to the heart open line, like I got a really vivid image just because I mean it's written really beautifully um um just like I mean leaving your heart open just like means like being vulnerable but then also I'm just like picturing like the heart as like a bucket that you set out for leaks it's just like I don't know the picture of like a bucket is just like so like forlorn and um I don't know like it's so like empty and sad to me just like this bucket that has no other purpose but to be there because something something's broken and like there's Mm -hmm. nothing you can do except try to contain the damage and like I don't know, it's, you're not fixing anything. You're just kind of, like, waiting for, like, the damage to happen and there's nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just, like, so sad to me. Um, and that fits with the house thing. Like, if, yeah. if the house, like, represents their relationship and there's mm. walls and then there's, like, this drippy leaking yeah. ceiling or something that has a bucket. Yeah, and then also um, I think that it's interesting they were saying they're saying like they leave their heart there it's not like they're actively doing anything they're just kind of like waiting for the other person to reciprocate Mm. um they're not taking action they're just like leaving their heart and like hoping the other person will make the first move um and they're being very vulnerable um by doing that but they're kind of like nervous about it which is why they're not like making the first move they're just like laying it out there Mm -hmm. i like that interpretation (laughs) um what's next did you have anything to say about the heart opening? Um, I pretty much said it all. Okay. Yeah. Like, they're not receptive necessarily. Yeah. Like, no one's feeling it. I don't know. That's so Whether sad. It's, it's such like a vivid their thing. built relationship yeah. wall or, like... But also, like, I'm trying to also interpret this song in a more familial way or, like, a sort of before fame and after fame way. Oh. Like... I don't know, I, and it's hard to piece together for me, but, like, like instead of she being an actual woman, yeah. like, sort of she being, like, the struggle between, like, the past and the present and, like, Ooh. what they're going through or, like, a familial thing, I don't really know, there's, like, different ways. I know one interpretation was, called, like, she was, like, his memories or something, I didn't oh. really understand that, but, like... I'm trying to, like, see how it could be all these different things. Or, like, a past self, almost. Yeah. Yeah, like, that. yeah, the past self and then the new present self, where it's, like, you're trying to keep them together, but, like, they don't feel the same anymore. Like, they don't fit together. You can't, like, be your past self and your present self, and it's, like, sort oh my of falling God. apart, and you're trying to hold the pieces together. I feel I like that's, like, so reminiscent of, like, freshman year of college. Yeah. Like, that's, really? like, that's so, it just, like, made, like, brought me back to the first time I had come home um, after being at school for, like, a month and a half or two months, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was so weird seeing, like, my home, like, changed in all these minuscule ways, but, like, noticeable ways. Like, the calendar had been, like, changed and all these, like, things were, I don't know, placed differently. The couch was rearranged and it was just, like, so weird because it was, like, your home, but you had been living at the dorm yeah. for, like, two months. Like, so that was your home. Going. Yeah, it's the weirdest feeling, and, like, you're, like, the person that you are at home, but also the person that you are at college at the same time. And it's and so hard to be both, and it's so yeah. hard to transition. Even now, like, I have such a hard time transitioning yes. from college to home. It's so different. Yeah, and it's weird, because you're always going to compare, like, one to the other, mm-hmm. and, like, compare who you are at home to what you are at school, and it's just, like, really hard to, like, reconcile, like, yeah. oh, man. I know the first time I came home uh, from being at college, 
my sisters had rearranged the my bedroom, which I kind of knew they had done, and I was like on board with it a yeah. bit, because um, it has always been the same way the beds and like the dressers have always been. I share a room with my sister, like the same way for my entire living in my house. And I went up and saw it, and I immediately burst into tears and was so, so upset. Like, I didn't know, like, what was going on. And yeah. it was, like, not just the bedroom, but it was, like, everything else that had changed. And I felt like yeah. it was just horrible. And they ended up changing it back. Like, I was just, like, a mess. But, like, it's so true. It just change can be so difficult yeah and you're just like kind of floating in the middle and trying to be like who am i like and also you're like 18 which is just like such a hard year i don't know such a hard like age to be i mean not that like i'm that much older i'm 21 and i'm still still a hard i'm still floating around (laughs) and being like who am i but i feel like 18 fresh out of high school was i mean it was hard it was hard um where the heck are we oh we are, she told me oh, yeah. in the morning she don't feel the same about us in our bones. Seems to me that when I die, these words will be written on my stone. Yes. Um, I feel so lame that I'm, like, interpreting it such a, like, an, um, linear way. But I, like, wanted to, like, make it seem, like... Cohesive? Yeah, and just, like, wanted to, like, get the most simple answer because it's such, like, a out-there song that I was, like, yeah. just trying to think, like, what the heck? How can I make this make yeah. sense? Um, so, like, obviously, um... I'm thinking about it as, like, a relationship, and, um, she made a move, but, you know, like, not the move he was waiting for, and, like, it's not, um, her reciprocating his feelings, and, um, I love the, like, in her bones part, Mm -hmm. because something about it is so, like, mystical, um, to me, it just sounds like, I don't know, like, destiny, and just, like, it just adds, like, an air of, like, I don't know, magic to it, almost, Mm -hmm. um, um, and then the whole, like, um, uh, seems to me when I die, these words will be written on my stone. Um, it seems like either this has happened before and like it keeps happening and like he always loves more than like, uh, than he's loved. Um, so it's going to be like written on his grave. Like it's like the theme of his life almost mm-hmm. like he always like gives more than he gets. Um, because like, it doesn't seem like that he would write it on his grave or like that's like what he would think would be written on his grave this is like the first time that happened unless he was like super deeply affected by it Mm -hmm. um which I guess could be an option too yeah I agree with you about that and like looking I looked at it the same like relationship too um and the same about us in her bones also um makes me think first of all I really love that line which is why I highlighted it um but um I also it also makes me think that like this girl really didn't want to not feel that way but yeah. like she's going like like deep down I really don't like in my bones I feel that I don't feel the same way and like I want to tell you now so you don't get hurt later and it's not her like being like up oh, sorry like I don't feel the same way but it's like yeah. I really deep down don't and I don't want to hurt you more or something yeah. like it's sort of like not a I don't know it's like a sadness about it um and like yeah I said the same thing about like this seems like something that happens again and again, especially with the story of my life. Like, yeah. this happens to me again and again where I keep, like, like really being invested and in wanting someone to be, like, close and open with me, but, like, whoever it is isn't on the same level. And, like, I just feel like this is never going to end. I'm going to die alone, and this is going to be on my stone that I can never find love. Um, and I guess, like, my question was, like, what words are they actually talking about? Um, are they words here or just sort of like the feeling of never finding someone? Like, what are the words that they're talking about here? Mm. 
Is that a question or yeah. just, oh, okay. I, <laughs> I always, didn't really, like, intone it like a question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I always took it as just being, like, um, like, she don't feel the same way about us. Yeah. Um, in her bones, yeah, just, like, sort of, like, I don't feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, like, what is on his gravestone mm-hmm. in, like, quotes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Mm. Um, That'd be so sad, God. Yeah, it really would be. Um, and also, I thought, like, it's just, or, like, it could be he's just gonna be sad forever, and just, he's never gonna get over this one girl, but I feel yeah. like it's not that, really. But isn't it such, like, a beautiful way to, like, yeah. say that? It just, like... I don't know, like, oh, I'll never find love. I'm going to die alone. But, like, mm-hmm. this is the way yeah. they say that. Like, how so beautiful. Metaphorical. Yeah. Yeah, I like this. And it's so, like, I don't know, it seems so, like, heavy and such, like, a powerful love. Like, mm-hmm. feel, like, feelings in your bones and, like, the stone instead of, a like, your grave. Like, I feel yeah. like the stone and bone is just, like, connotating, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, just, like, some, like, otherworldly or just, like, Very, like, know. natural imagery. Yeah. Very yeah. interesting. Very, like, I mean, not otherworldly, like, grounded. Yeah. I, that's what I meant. But, um, yeah. All right, I'll read the next cool verse. And I'll be gone, gone tonight. The ground beneath my feet is open wide. The way that I've been holding on too tight with nothing in between. Do you want to? I don't know if you want me to, like, just read it, or do you want me to, like, talk about what I feel first? Um. Yeah, you can talk. Okay, so for me... The, and I'll be gone, gone tonight. It almost seems like, especially the gone, gone makes me think of, like, someone driving. Yeah. And, like, then we have driving later on, so that probably adds to it. But, like, they're, like, just leaving. They're going. Um, I don't know if that could be, like, because of their tour schedule or whatever, if the boys are writing from a personal experience, or just someone, like, who needs to, like, get away and drive through the night because they're upset. Um, and, like, the ground beneath my feet is open wide reminds me of, like, like an earthquake scene where, like, the ground yeah. is opening up and maybe... Um, like, they are trying to hold on to two sides, either, like, the, like, their sides of the relationship, like, one and the other, and, like, trying to pull them together, and there's, like, this big empty space beneath their feet that's open wide, and they don't want to fall, they want to keep everything together, but they can't, or it could be, like, their past life and their new life, and, like, just like we said about college, or, like, about the boys' fame, or whatever it is, like, they're trying to hold these on, both of them on tight, and they're just, like, by doing that, it's making both sides worse and there's like not it's making both sides unhappy the girl's unhappy he's unhappy you're like past and present or whatever it's not working um and there's like nothing in between and he doesn't want to fall because he's scared of what could be like down there um and just really unsteady and uh, like it's into an abyss i guess yeah and it's very visual i really mm. like this part because it's really like you're like pulling two halves together I see or like the grounds opening up again you have that sort of natural element yeah. to the song um, or even like the two halves of yourself like we were saying um, and like you almost need to let them separate and you need to let go and you need to fall into this abyss to like make things all right again I guess yeah um, it's such like a powerful image um, I was thinking also um, the whole like beneath his feet just seems like like where he was standing like where he thought he was so safe and comfortable mm-hmm. just like opened up suddenly and like now he's like scrambling and he has no choice but to leave where he was because there was literally like a gaping hole like mm-hmm. where he was um but it's like difficult to move because um obviously there's a hole um like, so do you pick a side or yeah. do you fall like, or do you like try to like try to like <laughs> use both your feet and like stand in the middle but that won't last that, for long yeah. cuz you'll get sucked down um, 
Um, so it's like, I don't know, there's like all these like difficult options and you have to choose one or you'll be sucked down. And like with nothing in between, it seems like he feels like he's without options. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know that the, um, one or the other, yeah. there's no like gray area. Yeah. Um, or just like there's, uh, yeah, you said it better. So yeah. <laughs> That's um, it. okay. Then we get to the chorus, which the lovely Harold sings. The story of my life, I take her home, I drive all night to keep her warm, and time is frozen, the story of, the story of. <laughs> the story of my life, I give her hope, I spend her love until she's broke inside, the story of my life, the story of, the story of. Do you want to start this one? Sure. Um, so I was thinking that this is sort of um, like happening after they've had their conversation Um, and I'm just, like, picturing him driving her to, like, her parents' house or something or a friend's house now that they're not going to be living together in, like, their apartment. Um, and I just, like, imagine, like, all these, like, brown boxes, like, in the back of their car, um, while she's, like, just, like, sitting there and, like, her feet on the dashboard and just, like, it's kind of awkward, um, but he still would do anything to, like, keep her warm, so, like, keep her safe, um, and he, um... It, they're, like, sort of feeling, like, this weird in-between um, state because, like, they know things are ending, but they're not mm-hmm. done yet. So, like, time is frozen because it's, like, in this weird, like, transient state where nothing, like, is completely final, but, like, they've already had the ending conversation. So, they know it's going to be ending, like, so soon, like, once they're done driving. So, like, the drive all night, I mean, um, they're trying to, like, keep it as long as possible. Oh, I really like that. So, it's just, like, such a sad, like like yeah. moment in time which is like those people are, are probably I don't know it's like they're ending like what they once had mm-hmm. um and I don't know they have like such a finite amount of time left together I really like that and it's completely different than mine even though I Ooh. took it as the relationship thing I was thinking still sort of on the lines of it being like a repeated event maybe not with just one girl but like this happens a lot to him um or just that like this is things he's done he's like picked her up a lot of times from wherever she was and took her home and like dropped her off or like just like sort of reminiscing and like what they've done in the past Mm -hmm. and like he's always um driving her and picking her up so she doesn't have to walk or whatever keep her warm um and maybe like in this way like remembering it time is frozen in his head maybe Mm -hmm. or just like in these moments it's almost felt like time was frozen because like they were together and alone and like nothing could change but now he's like looking back and like it is changing and it's all sad now um but yeah and then I, I don't know like for the other interpretations for these um I was thinking even just like if you're doing like the two halves of yourself or something like maybe driving off in a car being alone sort of like leaving where you are to try to like connect with your old self yeah. and like keep that old self warm and like heated and still going um and like still used and try to connect back with like who you were before like either like they change from fame or like you're in your new like college or whatever it is um like sort of like time is her and or like time and changing in the two selves or whatever that's so interesting wow whoa it's like oh i was gonna say something but i don't want to ruin fight club (laughs) if no one's seen it but um or read it um but yeah like just like alone driving Mm -hmm. um 
That'd be so interesting. Just like trying to like connect with your past self and like maybe driving around your hometown. Yeah. Um, and like trying to see all the spots that you keep it alive. Yeah, and just like try to like keep that memory alive and just like really try to connect, even though you're like so disconnected at this point. Because like warm could almost like being wanting to keep a body warm or something. Yeah. Like f- like f- keep it alive, keep it heart pumping. Oh my gosh! Thing. Yeah. But then it's frozen. Like the warm and the frozen. That's Ooh. another thing I had. Like the contrast between those words is interesting. Yeah, because warm is just like kind of like it's like lukewarm. You know, it's like mm-hmm. kind of average. But frozen is like you're mm-hmm. dead at that point. Like yeah. it's like completely just like frozen, like ice all around you. Mm-hmm encaptured in ice like that's just they're pretty powerful it seems like frozen is like more overpowering than the warm mm-hmm. and then speaking of harry doing the chorus i feel like i'm sure there's songs in the past that had this but like this was the one that stood out to me the most where like one boy had like a huge solo on the chorus and it was so distinctly their voice being like the main voice i think a lot of times it was harder for me to tell or like there was a lot of more harmony even though the boys are also singing during the yeah. chorus Especially, I guess, with, like, the live performances, you could really see how Harry, like, came yeah. forward in their formations and stuff, which we'll talk about. Um, but I thought Harry just did such a good job, and his voice works so perfectly mm-hmm. with leading this chorus, and just beautiful. Yeah, I definitely think he has, like, a very autumn voice, mm-hmm. so it just, like, works so well with this. Yeah. Um, also for this, I don't know, uh, I saw some interpretations about, like, it's being a little bit weird thinking of, like, picking someone up on the street and taking her home and keeping her warm oh like prostitution or like i was thinking of sort of like uh the a-team like ed sheeran type thing uh which is a a great song um so like i I don't know if it's that level and you don't have to keep us in (laughs) but um, (laughs) but yeah i saw that interpretation too interesting because like i spend her love (laughs) oh right we haven't got until she's broke that's so true so another level but yeah um, do you want to go into that second half? Yeah, so going into the give her hope, spend her love until she's broken side, which is so, like, <laughs> like, cr- well, I don't even know the words for it. Just, like, it's so impactful, like, broke yeah. inside. Like, are you kidding me? That's very, like, powerful imagery. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that they are, um, like, the narrator is admitting that just like makes i think that this is probably one of the reasons why um we slash the fandom loves this song so much because it's like such a um an even playing field because they're admitting that they did things wrong and i think we've talked in the past how um at least i really like when people um i don't know admit their mistakes i think that's like a very human thing to like Mm -hmm. like when people are open about their flaws um and so this like i'm just like picturing this scene like maybe because i mean if they have to drive all night to get to her, like, home or whatever, they have a lot of time to talk, so maybe they're, like, talking, or he's just thinking about their past relationship, um, or just, like, you know, like, ruminating over it, um, so he's, like, thinking of all the things that he did wrong, um, but also it's, like, weird to me because, um, it's not in past tense, so, um, that's why it makes it seem like they're talking over, like, I don't know, they're just, like, sort of reminiscing, um, but also the fact that he does this, and it's, like, a pattern, mm-hmm. um, like, I always give this girl yeah. hope, and then I spend her love, and yeah. then she's broke, yeah, um, so, yeah, the spend her love is, like, very, it's a very powerful image, it's just, like, 
I don't know, um, saying, like, he sort of treats her like an object, like, something that has, like, monetary value that can be, like, used up. Like, spend is very, like, distinctive. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't usually say that, like, a human is spent. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, that's not, that's, like, something an object is. It's, like, all, like, dried up or, like, I don't know, done. Um, that's not something you'd say about, like, a human. So it's sort of, like, um, really showing, uh, like, how he, um, treats her wrong and, like, treats her, um, not as, like, a human. hmm Yeah, I, I had that interpretation as well, and I also had, um, a couple others. Um, I think also I Spend Her Love could be seen as, or, like, this whole thing, um, almost, like, I give her hope that, like, this relationship could work, but then I seem to use up all her love, and then she has no more left to give, and then she doesn't love me anymore. Yeah. Not in, like, a, I, like, am not good in the relationship, but in that, like, I end up, like, spending all her love, and then it sort of falls apart, and, and not in so much a, like, he did something wrong type of way. Um, although I do think spend is a very pointed word. Yeah. But I also think it could be, like, he spent all the love she had to give to him, and now she has none left. Mm-hmm. Um and then she's broke as in like she doesn't have any love left but also oh oh my god yeah oh my god one direction that's so good (laughs) um so like there's broke as in like no money left but also broke as in like uh she's like fallen apart a bit um so i think there's like a lot of layers to that um um, what else was I gonna say? Wow, I just had a moment there. <laughs> like, oh. um, 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 I'm trying to look because I said a lot of stuff that you already said, or I ri- wrote a lot of stuff that you mm-hmm. already said. Um, it seems like to me that this person, like, gets close to people a lot and maybe, like, goes too far or, like, tries too fast or something and it keeps happening and then, like, they ruin it and, um, it's, like, a pattern, like we said, it happens again and again. Um, and but I do like that they're admitting and it's sort of two-sided yeah. um admission of guilt because they also said the stuff that the other person did wrong sort of yeah. in the beginning um so then it's like oh, I did this stuff wrong as well um and then thinking of it as I'm trying to see it thinking of it as the other way um I guess like I, I see it more as like you're trying to hang on to the past so much so that it like sort of um either ruins the past a bit Mm. ruins the memories or like maybe if you're trying to cling to like friends you used to have but you're only sort of half doing it like that can really like destroy the relationships rather than like maybe like accepting what your relationship is now or how like you're how you have to like in like i'm talking about like more friendship type stuff like understanding that like things move on and maybe you don't keep in touch as much as you used to or whatever because if you're like trying to do stuff halfway or whatever like you might end up like breaking what you had or I don't know something like that where trying to do trying to like hold on to the past and have a have your future or present like then you don't really get happiness on either side like it's just kind of like you can't do what's what's the word like you can't do each two things half you have to do something whole or something yeah there's some phrase I think it's Ron Swanson said it (laughs) (laughs) probably um but yeah so like that sort of side of things I guess yeah um also as um you were talking I was just I mean also I was listening because it was making me like feel a lot of things and like making me feel like nostalgic and 
just, I don't know. I, I, it sucks to, like, just acknowledge, like, when a friendship or, like, I don't know, just, like, has ended and just, like, has, like, kind of, like, it's done. Like, you know what I mean? It just, like, has to move on and there's, like, Mm -hmm. no other way about it. Um, And I was just thinking, because, like, in the beginning, the narrator was saying how, like, he leaves his heart open and is, like, so vulnerable. Um, So I'm thinking that maybe, like, he, like, expects, like, too much of her um, Mm -hmm. and just, like, she is not, like, as open and as, like, I don't know, as forthright with her love that he is, and he, like, wants her to be at the same level as, she, as he is, um, but she can't be, and she just doesn't have it in her, and she's not, like, as, like, I don't know, yeah, like, as open about it, um, and so he's, like, frustrated, like, that he, like, uses all of her love that, like, she can give, mm-hmm. and um, since they're not at the same level, like, he doesn't think that, like, he, like, she loves him as, not, as much, but, like, it's just because, like, she shows in different ways, mm. so. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I also want to say it's almost like he has to set one half free or something. Yeah. Like, let it go, because, like, keeping it trapped or, like, trying to hold the two pieces, like, or whatever. Yeah. You have to let it be free, whether it's, like, the past or, like, a person or your own self. I don't know. Yeah. Wow. Humans are so complex. They really are. That just makes you think of just, like, you know, what we talked about maybe last week or two weeks ago about alien psychology like think about it like how much like how like interesting would it be to like have a different like whole different like thing i mean i guess like there's all these creatures on earth like animals like Mm -hmm. they have a whole different psychology too and just like how like we can be nostalgic for the past like we want back the past like how like how uniquely human i guess so weird wow life man so true (laughs) um okay the next part written on these walls are the colors that i can't change Leave my heart open, but it stays right here in its cage. I know that in the morning, now I see us in the light upon the upon a hill. Although I am broken, my heart is untamed still. Wow. Wow. When I read this, like, I don't think... I hadn't listened to Story of My Life um, in a long time, and I've never, like, read through the lyrics, I think. Maybe... I know. I, me yeah. too. Was and it the hill? I never knew what that word was. Me neither. I don't think I did. And I was like, I don't remember, like, ever. I had never imagined a hill. I never, like, heard a hill. But, like, this, like, stanza in particular, like, I was, like, yelling. I was like, oh, yeah. my God. This is so incredibly beautiful. Like, it really is. I'm just, like, so impressed by this song. And I wish that, like, I don't know. I mean, obviously, like, not everything can be, like, your greatest. But, like, I feel like this is just so good that it's, like, I wish that mm-hmm. things had sort of... Um, I don't know, their songs, like, maybe would have been elevated to this level. Mm -hmm. Um, But, I mean, who knows? Maybe in the future. Who knows? Um, Do you want to start out? Sure. Um, Okay, so, again, we're back to these walls. And whether they're an actual apartment or a house or the relationship or just his wall of his life or whatever, whatever these walls are, it seems like, like, as life goes, you get different colors on your walls physically or metaphorically or whatever and you can't now like in the future I mean the present you can't go back and change what colors have ended up on your wall you can't go back and fix the mistakes you may have made um or like whatever happened you can't just erase that um even though you might want to and then again we have the leaving or do you want to discuss the walls oh I was just gonna say um I really like the fact that they used colors instead of um, just words, I think mm. that just like paints like a really uh, hot paints. Um, <laughs> uh, it just um, 
paints a really vibrant image um and just like the thought of like colors being inevitable is like very interesting Mm -hmm. to me it's like an interesting um i don't know because you never think of like colors as being like inevitable and never can be changed and Mm -hmm. um so i think that's pretty powerful um and um yeah that's all i had to say about those walls (laughs) okay so then the leave my heart open but it stays right here in its cage Again, this is kind of a little bit confusing because with the following lines, it seems like he's untamed. But um, here we have, it seems like almost that relationship has ended and he's ready to start a new one or like he's almost ready to move on from whatever it is. But somehow he's still being held back. His heart is still chained up. While it's open, there's still things in the way blocking either a new love or like from moving on to the present and future or whatever it is. like it's still in a cage it's still like almost like a bird being trapped and yeah. like isn't able to fly free um has also like hurt in the past may have like built this cage like his his like fears have built this cage around him and he's like not ready to be as vulnerable even though he's saying he's open so it's a little bit contradictory but i think that shows the human emotion so nicely. true humans are so complex mm-hmm. um I took it the same way. Like, um, I think he's trying to say or stay soft and vulnerable, but he's still definitely wary and hesitant to open up again. Mm-hmm. Um, like using the bird imagery, I'm just like imagining like a bird who, I don't know, broke its wing, um, and it's in a cage and like the, um, the wing is healed now. Um, but like trying to get it to come out of the cage that it has been so like accustomed to is like mm-hmm. really hard because it seems like so safe and happy being like trapped in like a small like enclosement where like nothing can get it because it's like it knows its environments and it's like mm-hmm. used to it but then like I don't know I can just imagine someone trying to like get it to like open up and like get out of its mm-hmm. cage but it's like hard because um it's so used to it and it's like it you know knows its surroundings and it knows what it like to it's expect yeah exactly yeah um and then we have i know in the morning i know that in the morning i see us in the light upon the hill and this is a very confusing but interesting and beautiful line um for me when i see like light upon a hill i think like sound of music like rolling hills like freedom um like sunshine on a hill nile as a hill <laughs> yeah hill nile go listen to our last episode for that um uh and almost like he's he's he sees them in a lot like i know that in the morning sort of like after they've broken up he's gonna look at their relationship maybe on this like beautiful hill and it, rem- it made me think of the um city upon a hill speech that john winthrop gave <laughs> who was um a puritan and like he had this idea that the puritans coming over to america had to be like this this city upon a hill where everyone looked up to and idealized and like they were like the idealized version of what a puritan should be and like charity to like people and blah 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 um and that's like sort of how i see it like where he's almost putting their relationship as this city upon a hill type Mm. thing um or that like there's also the freedom aspect of it and like maybe like tomorrow in the future i'll see us like sort of free and how this helped or like helped us like and help me be happy or whatever um but maybe right now i don't feel this way but tomorrow i could i don't know it's a confusing line for me yeah i really like it though because the fact that they specify that it's in the morning Mm -hmm. um and like how they were saying that they were gone 
tonight and that they're driving all night means like she's probably dropped off by now so now he's like alone imagining this and it's just like so vivid because like I don't know like the morning after like something's really sad has happened it's like you you have more distance from it Mm -hmm. um and you can see things like so much more clearly the next morning like that that has been like the like one of the best things I've learned in my life is, like, things always seem better the next day. Well, usually. <laughs> or, like, a couple months later. Yeah, but, like, usually just, like, things, like, seem so terrible at nighttime. Like, you could be having, like, the worst, I don't know, breakdown, but then you wake up. Things might still be terrible, but there's, like, the sense of the new day. Like, light is shining. Like, you're ready to, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, you're still alive and... I don't know. It just something about mornings are very refreshing to me. I'm not a morning person, but I I do like the concept of mornings. Um, In theory, they're cool. Yeah. Um, And I I thought light upon a hill like seems very dreamlike. And um, I was thinking like it's sort of like a perfect moment. Like if you think like a perfect moment, being on a hill with someone you love in like sunshine in the morning seems like the epitome of perfect moment. Mm -hmm. And it seems like he's sort of, like, imagining, like, a tableau of, like, the good parts of the relationship, and he's sort of, like, able to, like, um, I don't know, just, like, remember those and not be, like, bitter, um, which is, like, all you'd ask for in a relationship. It's, like, take the good parts, but also, like, take what you've learned, um, and, like, not gloss over the bad parts, but, like, also not, like, just take the bad parts. Well said. Thank you. Should be, like, a relationship counselor. Oh, well, Dr. Phil, (laughs) hit me up. Um, okay, and then the last line, although I am broken, my heart is untamed still. So good. Um, Beautiful. <laughs> really, it is. So, like, he's acknowledging that he is still upset and hurt, but just, like, the hill thing, like, you know, his heart is untamed, like, he's gonna let it be free eventually, like, while there's this cage right now, um, like, it's not gonna stay trapped forever, and it's still sort of, like, this thing he can't control, and he knows he's gonna fall in love again, and, like, or whatever is gonna happen, like, he's gonna reach out, he's gonna be okay in the end, I guess. I think that's, like, such a brave thing to do is, like, um, like, you're, you've been hurt in the past, but still, like, carry on and be Mm -hmm. ready to, like, have, like, closer relationships again, like, that's so brave, um, and I think also, I think, I could be wrong, so let me know, but I think our listener, Lucia, wanted to or did have this line tattooed, so I will ask her about that, actually, because I think it's such a beautiful line, so I think it would make a great tattoo. Yeah, it is really, really pretty. Yeah. Um, All right, and then we go to the next bit, which is, and I'll be gone, gone tonight. The fire beneath my feet is burning bright. The way that I've been holding on so tight with nothing in between. Do you want to start this off? Um, so again with the gone, gone tonight. So it seems like almost, I mean, I, I know it's a chorus, so it has to repeat. Well, sort of. This is like the pre-chorus, right? Yeah. Um, the pre. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, one day we will know. I think we do already know, sort we of. We do know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, year in and we finally know. <laughs> um, so this sort of like definitely marks like a change in tone for me because, um, sure they'll be gone tonight but this like the line the fire beneath my feet is burning bright I mean like fire can obviously be scary and painful and can hurt but also like burning bright like seems like it's Mm -hmm. trying to show positivity and like motivated like motivation to change and carry on like burning bright like you're just like really inspired to like keep going keep moving um and then the way I've been holding on so tight with nothing in between like it seems like 
he's motivated to change this, that he's done holding on so tight and that he wants to let go and like move on. Um, that seems like sort of like the, uh, like the unspoken like words here Mm -hmm. that it's like, it definitely like reads differently to me than the other, the pre-chorus. It's like definitely like more like less heartbroken, more like, okay, I can do this. Like I'm going to carry on. Yeah. I thought the same thing. And I got to say, Louis did this part and his voice sounded all crackly and beautiful. Just like a fire. Autumn-like and it was gorgeous. Yes. Um, especially also in the live versions, he just sounded so strong on this. Mm. Um, so yeah, kudos to Louis. Um, and yeah, I really thought that like this fire and you should check out our fire episode if you haven't heard it oh true we did a whole episode about fire imagery in one direction songs a couple weeks ago so go listen to that and i think we talk about this line i don't remember i want to like see what we said about that because it's like interesting like to see it out of context yeah because this is like definitely burning bright and the and there's another line where they're walking carrying someone over fire which is a completely different context Mm -hmm. um so it's very interesting how like the word bright is so specific and to me that seems like passionate and you're ready to start something whether that's like going into the future and going into your career or like heading into college and really absorbing yourself into that or like a new relationship and like or being free and like being with yourself or whatever it is um but it's definitely a much like more positive feeling um and like maybe you're holding on to the past and now you're like ready to let it go and sort of like break free and like live your dream yeah now there's like maybe now with nothing in between is almost like now there's nothing standing in between you and like whatever this you're gonna go do exactly i think that it's interesting because there's definitely like the same words are used but it's Mm -hmm. it seems so different to me yeah um and also it's like weird to me that they use like such a like a fragmented statement like the way i've been holding on so tight with nothing in between i meant to like say that like the um i don't know like why they did that Mm. it's like very vague (laughs) yeah it's like what what way i guess just like the that you've been holding on to it it was a weird like Mm. phrasing but i guess sometimes you have to do that in music Mm -hmm. tight bright yeah true tonight (laughs) yeah um okay and then we have the repeated chorus um and what did i have i had some new stuff for that oh i was also thinking of like i don't know why this came up um (laughs) Uh, like the she being like a car or something even though it's like driving um i don't know like keeping like the engine warm but like car as a metaphor too like for like something you're trying to keep like living and you're you're driving your car and taking your car home because cars are often referred to as she's um and like you're driving all night in your car and trying to keep like the engine warm and like time is frozen in that moment as you're driving um and i don't know I don't know how that all fits in, but, like, driving your car and, like, using up whatever until it's broken and it's broken down and Mm. you've, like, sort of, um, yeah. But I think car could then be an imagery for, like, everything else we've talked about or a metaphor for everything else we've talked about. Mm. Um, but I don't know if I had anything else for that part. Do you? Nope. Uh, and then we have the bridge, which is Zane, and he sings, and I've been waiting for this time to come around but baby running after you is like chasing the clouds. And I've got to say the way he sings this both in the song and even more so live fits so perfectly with yes. the lyrics. The way he sings, especially chasing the clouds, it's so like drifty and soft and like ethereal and like fading off into space. Like you would imagine like a cloud would sound or something. And it just, oh my gosh, on point. Beautiful. Um, and this to me, word wise, um, uh, waiting it's almost like the person's waiting to fall in love they're waiting for the moment for something to happen 
um, like they're waiting for this time to be it, to be like the one where they both feel the same way and they're on the same page or whatever it is in the a million interpretations we have of the song. Um, uh, but like, but when you like start trying to chase it rather than sort of like waiting for it to happen or like trying to chase after the person or make it happen, like it's like chasing the clouds where you're never going to reach it. It's sort of like impossible to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you can walk under clouds all you want but unless you have a plane you're not going to catch them and I even feel like when you're on the ground even just trying to walk to be like with the same cloud yeah. like it's really weird and like the chasing the, the moon space, yeah chasing the moon exactly the same thing like you never it's still the same farness away <laughs> distance away <laughs> distance away how weird like when yeah. you're younger and like you just see the moon following you and you're just like wow what's going on yeah why is she following me yeah um it's, like, so... I always get caught off guard still, like, when I hear Zane in a song, mm-hmm. in an old song. I'm like, who is this? Like, yeah. but, yeah, I definitely agree. It's just such a beautiful... It's, like, just two lines, and it's just, like, it's so impactful, and just, like, the way he sings it. Um, I think his voice here was perfect. I think they did an excellent job of assigning mm-hmm. parts um, and just, like, the boys um, making the most of their parts that they were giving also, and just, like, um, who sings this now in the live version? Probably... I- no, I think probably Liam. Yeah, I guess I have to listen to that because I haven't listened to it yeah. since Zane's left it live. Have we? Wait, we, we saw it in concert. We definitely have, but we I were just in a, it was a blur. It's hard to remember also who sings it regularly when you're seeing it. Like, yeah, this is a pretty distinct Zane line. To be yes, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I wasn't like when I was um when we were at our concert, we weren't like I was at least I wasn't thinking like yeah. oh like Zane sang that line. Yeah. Um, but now I want to go back and like see. Mm-hmm. Um, and also there's a lot of, like, runs and, like, high notes in yeah. this song. And, like, Zayn d- did it all on the album. So, like, who does that live? I think so true. Liam does a lot of it. Yeah. Um, but I think that, like, the first line, and I've been waiting, um, I've been waiting for this time to come around. It just seems like um, he was, like, waiting for a perfect relationship and, like, he was sort of, like, idealizing mm-hmm. her. Um, but then he's, like, kind of realizing that, like, she's not committed like as much as he is um and he kind of seems defeated and it seems very much like an ending statement and Mm -hmm. um it seems like it's implied like so like be um like you running like after you is like chasing the clouds but i'm not going to do it anymore like so i'm not going to do it anymore it seems like the implied statement it's like he's learned yeah definitely um and just seems like that's the end of it it just seems like a very final statement to me yeah definitely um Okay, and then we have the chorus again, but it's slowed down on this bit. Um, and Niall sings it, and I really liked how he sounded here. Um, we also, we always talk about Niall being good at, like, the sort of, like, upbeat Rocky stuff, but yeah. I think he did a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, halfway through, it gets, like, pumped up, and Harry starts singing. Um, and I just love that transition. Um, just, like, like it slows down, and then you hear the guitar, like, da 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 and it's like, bam! And I just... <laughs> I really enjoyed that. And then we have a whole bunch of Zane runs here as well. Um, do you have anything to say about that part? No. And then the song fades out with the repeated, the story of my life, the story of my life, the story of my life. And I know in the live version, I guess we're going to talk about the live version later, but now I've said it all. Um, Harry, like, his voice almost feels like he's, like, running out of breath at the end of this. He's like, story of my... I mean, he might like, literally he barely, be. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, barely says the last line, which is 
very interesting. Yeah. Um, it doesn't sound like the recorded version. Yeah, and I like the addition of, like, the little background, the story of the story of, just because it seems like just, um, like, fragments of a sentence mm-hmm. and just, like, sort of yeah. seems like it's, like, still, the rest is still unwritten yeah. to quote Natasha Bedingfield. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so... Um, I like when they end with, um, like, the title. Mm-hmm. I think that it, like, works well with mm-hmm. framing the song. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right. So, any other things about the la- the song lyrics? Nope. Okay, so then, live performances. This is a song that was done live, like, a bajillion times. Yeah. Um, and I know one of the first ones they did live was, like, this a little acoustic thing that they did in Japan where they literally put their mics down on the stage and sung just, like, just the boys singing, no mics, like, and I don't even know how they got the audience to be quiet enough for that, um, but, like, it's so cool to go back and listen to because you can really hear each of the boys' voices. We don't get to hear them do, like, oh, no, sorry, not acoustic, acapella. Um, we don't get to hear them do acapella a lot, uh, besides, like, in some backstage videos where you hear them warming up. Um, so just to hear their voices do this song, acapella, is so beautiful. Um, and I, I specifically heard Louis' voice a lot, which I think sometimes you don't, you can't necessarily pick out exactly when they're doing harmonies, um, when there's tons of music going on, but it just really stood out to me. Um, and it really shows you how talented the boys are and what harmonies are actually doing when they're singing so and how difficult that is. Um, so I just, I love that. And then just the other live performances. Oh, do you want to talk about, I don't know, uh, the acapella or do you have Oh, no, I one? don't think I've seen that. So really, I definitely, have to watch yeah, it. I do. Um, it's really beautiful. Um, but then I know they did performances on SNL, which is almost impossible to find online, which is not That's on so YouTube. That's so annoying. God. So weird. Some of the SNL performances, like I've gone hunting for them. They've somehow disappeared off the face of the internet. Um, but I know when they did live performances, um, I particularly like their X Factor USA one. They had a really cool, like, stage setup. There were these, like, metal rods sticking oh, yeah. all up with light bulbs on them. And it just had, like, the perfect color. Yeah, like, like they the did warm this, yellow. like, warm, yellowy, mm-hmm. golden feel for pretty much every, like, it was almost like fairy lights, nights, like, every performance. But, like, I really liked the um, X Factor USA one. Um, but they did this formation where they would sort of circle and rotate when each of the boys' solos came up, and then Harry would come up to the front when he did the chorus, um, and I just really loved, like, the rotating circle. I thought it was just so cool, and, like, circles seem very, like, I don't know, it goes along with, like, the warm feeling of the song to me. And it's, like, cyclical and, like, cycle of life. Yeah, I just, like, it fits so perfectly, so I really loved how they did the live performances of these. Yeah, I remember at one point, this might be sacrilege to say, but um, they had, like, done it so much that I was almost getting, like, burnt out by Story of My Life, and also, like, hearing it so much on the radio. Like, I was Mm -hmm. so happy that it was on the radio so much, but then also I was like, okay, like, I'm kind of, like, this is kind of wearing me a little thin. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, they always did well, but it was just, like, not... I don't know, but it was still really great, though, so I should not have been annoyed because now Mm -hmm. I have them on no performance ever, but... um, yeah, I just feel like they, I feel like at this time they were on so many award shows and doing it so often that um, it just, I guess they got really good at it, but also it kind of like got a little mm-hmm. old to me, but I mean. Understandable. Yeah. Um, and I actually skipped the music part because I was looking at a different sheet. Oh, Talking okay. about the music of the, um, of the song, uh, I know we raved about it earlier, but um, 
to me. It was just really like acoustic guitar, chill. I have deep, folky, rich. That's so drums, exactly what it is. Yeah. Shaky sounds. <laughs> like, I don't know. There was just a lot of just so like wholesome sounds to me. Like it's just so like rich and fall and deep and beautiful. Like and deep wood. I'm just like, un- yeah, like deep wood. That's exactly what it is. Literally. Right. Like dark chocolate brown like yeah. wood paneling that's like been worn down because like your family and like just or just a family has like w- like walked all oh, over it so true. that's exactly what this sounds like to it me it really does and it was like we hadn't heard this before from one direction so it was like yeah. mind-boggling when we did and ugh, such a good song yeah and also sound. like the plucky guitar in the beginning mm-hmm. so good mm-hmm. wow good music Um, And then finally the music video and how that all fits in with the lyrics because the music video when it came out I think that's a favorite of all the boys music videos for sure Um, We get to see them each it's it's based on if you haven't watched it literally do yourself a favor and go watch it Um, But they took photos of when the boys were younger and then recreated them uh, Now and a lot of them or all of them are with their family members um, to, so to see, like, that change of, like, past and present from when they're, like, little boys to grown adults is so weird. And it made me, like, really think about my own family and growing up, especially, like, Zane and his sister interacting. Like, I have an older brother, so that was, like, really touching. And just, like, I don't know, just to see how much, like, family means to you. And, like, story of my life then takes on a whole nother interpretation because like your family really is the story of your life and like growing up and all this like change over time and then that's I think how more that storyline of like past self and yeah, present exactly. self comes into into play and like changing and growing and getting older and that's how like the story of my life if we don't take she as the character to be like an actual girl but we take it to be like passage of time or like something like that or memories or whatever it is um, I, I feel like that's how it would relate to the music video. Because, like, I know when it came out, we were all like, well, this doesn't really relate, but, yeah. you know, we like it anyway. <laughs> um, but, yeah, what do you think of the music video? I think I was, uh, I mean, I know I was thinking the same thing, that, like, um, it definitely fits weird your interpretation of past self versus present self and sort of, like, fame, like, um, like imprisoned, I guess, mm-hmm. present self with, um, like, your past self, like, childhood, like, carefree. Um, and I think that we've really, like, cracked the case for me, like, at least for, like, (laughs) at least I feel like I've really, like, understood this song so much more. Um, Which we always feel at the end of, like, the song Yeah, I'm just like, we're never gonna understand what this (laughs) is about, but now I feel like I actually have, like, a deep, like, Mm -hmm. like, understanding about the storyline, at least my own storyline that I created. Um, so yeah, I think it does really, actually, the music video does fit that storyline, at Mm -hmm. least. And I even thought, like, connection, c- connection, connecting, um, like, driving her home. I always sort of pictured, like, Louis driving his little sisters home and trying mm-hmm. to keep them warm and, like, that familial thing. We didn't really talk about that way too much, but I think that's, like, a whole nother way you can interpret it um, and, like, figure out. Or, like, I saw on, on the Genius Lyrics one talking about, like, his mom and, like, his mom's love for him and, like, he's spending her love by, like, going out and, like, doing his own thing rather than being home with her or something and like leaving before like he was or not just Louie but like them all leaving when they were super young and yeah. like not coming back and like all that type of stuff which just connects to the music video a lot yeah um so yeah that's our discussion for story of my life oh we have to rate it oh yeah I didn't write Rating. that down um okay do you think it'll be a single 
Just kidding. Oh, oh. oh wait, it already was. I was going to say justice yeah. for story of my life, but it was. It did well. It did do well. One of the ones that I'm not mad about, like, for real. that it, like, deserves more than it got. Oh, what would you rate it? Um, I think I like the lyrics more than I like the way it sounds sometimes like really yeah oh my God. i don't know like i feel like that is kind of sacrilege to say but sometimes i feel like it, i want it to be a bit tiny bit more than i want like than it is mm-hmm. i don't know like what like what they could have done mm-hmm. um but i feel like sometimes especially i think that also the re- like the way that it was pl- like so overplayed to me that it sort of lost its like mm-hmm. my love for it i don't know um i think i would give it like, um, maybe a nine. That's still pretty high. I know, because I can't give low numbers because I'm a weakling. <laughs> um, yeah, I would give it, I don't know, it's definitely, I think when we did favorite songs, I think I chose this as one of my favorites. Yeah. Maybe like a nine point, wow, five, nine point seven, mm. somewhere around there. Yeah. It's a good song. I love the sound, and the lyrics are confusing, but I like them, and now, like, even more that we've gone through them. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was a lovely discussion. It makes me, again, want to, like, rehash old songs. But I know. also do, like, Olivia and oh my What God, a Feeling. Oh, my God, What a Feeling, yeah. Because What a Feeling is also a confusing song. And I feel so like it true. has similar things to Story of My Life where you're, like, it's talking about some girl, but you really don't understand what's going on half oh my the God. time. We should definitely do that one day. <laughs> we need to. Yeah. Ah, oh, we'll get to it, guys. We know those are ones you've been waiting for, so mm, yeah. we've been waiting, too. Yeah. Also, if you have ideas for episodes, let us know, because I was, like, trying to, like, rack my brain, trying to think of, like, what I could do for an episode, and I know there's so much to talk about, but I just feel like I could always, we could always use suggestions, so definitely hit us up. Yes. Um. Okay, so now we're going to get into our recommendations of the week. Caitlin, do you want to go first? Sure. My recommendation is to go search on your Twitter for Harry running. Just look up, like, Harry running in Apple, and you'll probably find it. There's some amazing pictures of Harry running, um, like, I think it was in Dunkirk where he's filming, um, and he's got, like, a team of, like, three people that follow him as yeah. he runs. <laughs> um, but he's, like, uh, not only the pictures of him running, which are, like, he's smiling and, like, laughing or whatever as he runs, um, disgusting but also there's pictures of him eating an apple as he runs and smiles and it is just like the the facial expressions he makes while eating an apple are just exquisite like there's like some nose scrunching oh love the nose it looks scrunch. like he's like sneezing in half of them it's just he always looks like he's I know. sneezing <laughs> <laughs> it's just so wonderful like what person runs and eats an apple i mean that seems really dangerous talented. to me like, oh that's so true like multitasking to a whole new level but i can't even run without doing anything like you know what i mean yeah. like i can't flat out run like <laughs> yeah exactly the fact so. that you could smile and eat an apple while running just like kills me yeah so go look at those if you haven't seen them because they're just they'll they'll make your day for sure my recommendation is actually off of niall's um spotify playlist he made that was named niler's tunes and i think it's pretty recent on his twitter or you could you could easily find it on spotify um but one of the albums that he put on there was the lumineers newest album cleopatra i haven't listened to them like i only heard their like big um hit single ho hey um hey ho i don't know something like that um and i liked it but it wasn't like really stand out to me but this album is really really good and i think that this is actually not to pat myself on the back or anything but i think this is a perfect like um like 
companion to story of my life because this, i was getting the same vibes like the same woody vibes Even like the name lumineer like yeah and like yeah those like incandescent like yeah. those light bulbs that are just yeah. like orangey um like perfect like it's it's so good it gives you like the feeling that you're kind of like in a like a a dive bar that you you've known for like years and it's just like wood paneled and like you're with um, people that you've known and just like a very warm feeling um it's just I'll a, have to give it a you listen. I think you would like it and I like say that about like every album I know <laughs> and then I'm like and then she never does like 12 There's years later albums I've got lined up too. oh wait I want to listen I want to read you a line from um the title song Cleopatra I think that's like one of my favorite ones um and like they have some really great lyrics like you know when the first time you like actually like hear the lyric and you're like whoa yeah whoa like it's incredible also this um this the cleopatra song is like he's talking like like telling a story from the like first person but like as a woman so like that's really cool to me because i feel like a lot of male artists don't do that slash like artists in general don't like to play with gender as much as Mm -hmm. i think you can um and okay this lyric is so like cool to me and the only gifts for my lord were a birth and a divorce but i've read this script and the costume fits so i'll play my part oh my god that sounds like so, cool. so good and, and just, like the yeah. sound of the words yeah good together and it was just so beautiful this entire song is just so well written i i'm i'm really in love i i have to go listen to their old album because i'm just like blown away by this so definitely i love that when you find like a new artist and like you yeah. have another album to go back to and listen yeah if it's not stressful because like sometimes it's stressful having backlogged like six albums but like yeah. another one yeah perfect and i just i it was just exactly like the type of music i've been wanting i guess um because i haven't really listened to like folksy kind of like mm-hmm. indie music in a while so I just exactly what I needed, and I think that you guys would definitely like it if you go check, check what if you go check it out. Cruel, I'll add it to my list. Yeah. I still have what I have. I want to listen to Nick Jonas's album. The other two songs on DNCE's album. Oh yeah. I want to listen to uh, Foy Vance's album. I want to listen to Whip My Hair Back and Forth's album. Oh Willow's album. Willow's album. You will be amazed. I like just need I to send it to you. I want to listen to this album. Yeah. There's too many albums. The Last Shadow Puppets. Arctic Monkeys also you never listened to them. <laughs> I made you a, I made her a playlist and I feel like I like handpicked them because they were like the songs that like She really did. Yeah, but, I mean sometimes I don't know what you'd like or not because I feel like I just like don't know. Sometimes you're like a wild card. Yeah, Yeah, but then also I don't know because I feel like you like slower songs that like have great lyrics, but then sometimes Mm -hmm. you like a beat. But I don't think you like Rocky as much as like I don't know. I don't know. But then it was the 1975 was like a weird one and that one seemed totally off for me, and then I Mm -hmm. liked that one. Like if I give it enough listens, not that 1975 is super rock, but sort of got that sort of drained feeling. I feel like Arctic Monkeys has if that makes sense. Mm. not really Heim is that how you say it I feel like Heim I and love Arctic Heim Monkeys, they all have this sort of drained feeling that like it takes me a more of a while to get into hmm I know that's a bad because it's nice because it's not like pop where it's like you immediately want to like get yeah. up and dance to it you kind of have to I don't know yeah you have to find how to groove to it I guess. you have to like find the way you want to feel to it mm-hmm. all right now tweet of the week My tweet of the week is an Instagram post from Louie, and he posted on Father's Day, which I don't get how Father's Day in the UK is the same as here, but Mother's Day is different, whatever. Um, But this was a picture of him holding his baby's hand, um, which is just so, so cute. I know, and his tattoo is showing. Oh, God. And then he captioned it, happy Father's Day to every lucky lad out there who's someone's daddy. 
Thoroughly enjoyed my first, smiley face. Love you, Freddy, son, X. Ugh, just so beautiful. I, I feel so privileged to get, like, these glimpses into his yeah. life with his kid because, like, he doesn't owe it to us at all. Um, and this is just so... You can just tell how genuine he is and how much he loves his son, and that just, like, touches my heart. I want a baby to grasp his I hand know. around me. Um, what was... I was w- with my sisters. Oh, I was, we were watching... Um, what movie was it? We were watching some movie where... Oh... Uh, Oh, I don't know. Anyway, what is going just, on? <laughs> I had it in Oh, that's the worst. Um, anyway, this woman, like, decides she wants to be a mother, so she, like, gets inseminated or whatever, and because she, she was saying, like, I feel like a mother without a baby, and then oh. my sister was like, I feel like a mother without a baby, too! Oh, my and, like, gosh. Like, my sister's, like, 18. <laughs> <laughs> but she was joking around, and that reminds me of what you just said. Like, yeah. literally, give me all the babies right now. But also, like, shout out to people who take care of babies. Like, I... I've never even, like, babysat, so, like, I'm not ready for that kind of, like, powerful commitment. Uh I want to have a career. And just, like, I don't know, every single time I just think about, like, how much parents do, it's just, like, Mm -hmm. literally incredible to me. Mm -hmm. Shout out to all the parents out there. Mm -hmm. Um, My tweet of the week um, is an interaction between Niall and Patty McGinnis, who is a that was gonna be mine oh really yeah okay i'm glad that we now have both best of both worlds now um he's an english comedian um and did i say comedian comedian (laughs) um actor television personality and presenter i had to google him because i thought he was a uh soccer yeah a fucker um yikes don't let that catch on but i think he must have played in the i think he was on louis team for the um what's it called the soccer aid match because he has a like his header is of louis and he tweeted a picture of him in bed with two blow-up dolls with louis and niles heads um like a mask of them like put on the blow-up dolls heads um, and they have a big One Direction blanket over, um, him and the blow-up dolls, and also I think he has, like, the, the 1D pillowcases and everything, so he went all out, and, um, he tweeted to Niall and Louis too much, he used the wrong two, but that's fine, um, and Niall says, you're a very strange person, Patty, always knew it, dot, 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 <laughs> and I just thought it was a really funny interaction. Louis um, actually also responded to him. Did he? What did he say? Yeah, and he corrected his grammar. Oh my god, Louis! star, star, T-O-O, which I liked. Oh my god. He also said something else, what else did he say? Oh, he said, um, haha, that is so funny, I'm honored, Patty, and then he said, two. That's <laughs> so funny. Louis corrects your grammar. Beautiful. That's when you know it's real. Yep. Amazing. Um, but yeah, that's about it, folks. Um, <laughs> about it. It's been like two hours. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought this was gonna be like a quick session, but like, I don't know why I thought that because sorry, my life, t- like. It's too in-depth of a song. It's very in-depth. Um, I had here a what one Direction Mum Are You quiz, which we'll have to take at We're another time. That. It's so fun. I, I get anyone yeah. but Anne. <laughs> I, I'm sure I've taken that one. I mean, I love all the moms. They all seem like great people. I know, but I love um, Anne. <laughs> that's <laughs> true. We are a fan of Anne. Fans of Anne. <laughs> yes, our new podcast. Um, but yeah, we'd love to hear what you thought about the show today and your opinions on anything. Um, feel free to send us news stories or anything One Direction you'd like to hear us talk about um, on future episodes, especially like newer fans 
or like newish fans who want us to talk about like past things definitely like tell us what you want us to talk about because there's so much to talk about that sometimes we're just like where do we even begin and I'm sure that you feel like the same way but if you see something and you're just like what is this and you want us if to you explain see something, say something so true exactly um click it or tick it um but yeah thank you for listening to episode 53 of talk direction I got the number right again Ooh. so I'm basically I don't even know um Einstein at this point um but you can follow us at twitter um, we are at talk underscore direction. You can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. You can follow us on Tumblr where we are talkdirection.tumblr.com. My teeth got really cold for a second. Don't know what that's about. <laughs> but you can follow us on Instagram. We're just talkdirection, no underscore. And you can follow us individually on Twitter. I'm Kara underscore pond. Kara is with a C. And I'm Caitlin I.R. Foster, and that's C-A-I-T-L-I-N. So um, be sure to um, get your free audiobook at audibletrial.com slash talkdirection because we are going to be talking about um, their autobiography next week on our podcast. So definitely make sure you've listened so you can contribute and it's next listen week. along. Oh, yeah. that's so exciting. And I've been listening to, while I've been commuting, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. I mean, not podcasts, audiobooks. And there's just so many out there, and we're going to keep going with this after we do the One Direction one. And if you want to be a part of our awesome book club, which we don't have a name for it yet, right? Yep, still. We're um, still looking for a name, yeah. so send us suggestions. Um, but, yeah, join. Definitely, I agree. Um, and rate and review us and subscribe on iTunes. We're also on SoundCloud. We're just all across the internet, really. Mm -hmm. um, MySpace, Google+, LinkedIn. <laughs> Um, but I'm not Caitlin. I'm Kara. <laughs> and I'm Caitlin. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time for episode 54. Bye. Bye. I just wait. <laughs> I did it again. I always like do some like parting gesture. Oh. Gesture. Just what's that word? Gesticulate. But like what's gesticulative? Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> gesture. That's gesture. that's what it is, right? Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah.